Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. Um, this is going to be a rebroadcast this week of one of our old episodes from our archives, ones that you uh, you guys seem to really enjoy. Now, if you listened last week, you'll know that unfortunately Leah lost Milo very, very suddenly. Milo is her beloved collie dog. Um, and so last week we didn't have an episode as it had actually happened the same day that we tend to record. Unfortunately, Leah is still struggling with the loss and sudden loss of Milo. So this week is going to be a rebroadcast from our archives. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Now, I have actually spoken to Leah. Um, She is still struggling, bless her. Though she's very good at distracting herself and thinking of other things. Um, We've decided that talking about dogs and potentially collie dogs and Milo is going to be a bit too painful for her again this week. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this rebroadcast and I hope that you guys continue, like myself, to send lots of love and support to Leah at this very difficult time. Um, so, we ha- Like I said, I have spoken to her. We have said that next week we will get back on track with some new episodes. But just to tide you over, hopefully this rebroadcast of Dangerous Fruits and Veggies for your dog will entertain you until we are back next week. Thanks again, everybody, for your love and understanding and your patience. And Leah and I will speak to you and see you next week. Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. Uh, my name is Claire. And my name's Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. Now, we had a quite a funny episode last week, um, and it goes quite a lot. Some weird dog behaviours, but this week we're going to be doing something a little bit more serious. Um, and I also think doing, we're going to be talking about putting vegetables that are back on top of your dog. Now, because we're coming up into Christmas time, um, I like to think that we share a lot of these kinds of episodes and now they're a bit more doodling but um, Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff there's lots of food around so I think it's really important for dog owners to know what fruits, vegetables and foods are good and which ones are bad for your dogs because um, it's the last thing you want to happen is your dog eat, getting into something, eating something that's really bad for them. Um, not only because you don't want your dog to be sick but you know the time of year it's just like it's just a it's just much easier for you to know what is good for your dog and what isn't. So this week, Greg, um, Leah and I are going to be discussing some fruits and vegetables that are bad for your dog. I almost called you Rags then because when I did my book, I thought so. I was going to bring that up as well. Did you just always call me Rags? <laughs> <laughs> Leah, and Rags, no, Leah. She is a human. <laughs> That's so funny. I bet you. I bet it's sort of like hardwired. Is that like saying like? When you do yeah. your for, for the vlogs, it's like, hi, welcome back to blah, 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 see you rag. It's like, no, it's not, see Leah. <laughs> Yeah, well now as well because I do some of the vlogs on the Relax My Cat with Rio, my cat, oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm like hardwired to say Milo, so then sometimes I'm like, I'm really sorry Rio, I mean Rio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny, Blair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so sorry, I almost called it. Um, I live with, um, me and my husband bought a house about five years ago with um, his parents and his younger sister, um, it's this big farmhouse that we, we bought, and um, his younger sister, um, occupies the same part of my brain as Rags does, but sometimes I'll call Rags Rosie and sometimes I'll call Rosie Rags. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's such a sweetheart. Um, it's Rosie. Oh. And she says Rags. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh, Rags, can you... Oh, sorry, Rosie. <laughs> you just grabbed that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but anyway, getting back. Sorry, we're going to be talking about fruits and vegetables that are bad for the dog. Um, and the first one is grapes and raisins. Now, I feel like whenever we talk about food um, that's bad for your dog, we always talk about grapes and raisins. But I think it's very important to know because it's they are so so bad for for our pets. 
And especially, like I said, Christmas is coming up and um, things like mince pies, Christmas pudding, all that kind of stuff. So um, the fact that grapes um, and raisins are toxic to dogs is becoming more common knowledge among pet owners and for a good reason. They are absolutely toxic. While some dogs can consume grapes and or raisins with no symptoms, it's simply just not worth the risk. This is because consuming grapes or raisins can actually lead to irreversible kidney damage. So it's best to make sure these are far out of reach of your dog. So yeah, with Christmas coming out, it might be like really tempting to give them a mince pie or a little bit of your Christmas pudding or something. And it's just, mm. no, just don't bother. because then there's, And the same goes with cats as well, like cats and dogs, um, grapes and raisins are toxic to both of them. So just, it's just not worth the risk. Be, be very no. I think as, as well with raisins they can be in a lot of things that you don't necessarily realize that mm. they're in like um lots and lots of different things will have raisins within like the recipe so it is just again one of the things just to be careful of uh, yeah. what you're giving your dog mm. the next one I would say is kind of similar to that one and that is cherries so there are many types of cherries all of which are uh, pretty popular snack foods and it's no wonder why they are cherries are like my favorite fruit to be fair um while the pulp of the fruit is safe for dogs to eat the plant and the um pip are moderately toxic for our dogs it can result in respiratory failure and death as well so in fact the plant and pips um contain cyanide um so it's no surprise that they are toxic be sure to keep your dogs away from cherry plants and feed on the pulp if you are going to share with your pooch i think i would say anyway to be fair with cherries like if you're going to feed your dog and make the effort to take the pip out i would just wouldn't even bother yeah. it's, it's more probably more faff than anything else yeah no, I'm the same that one. yeah the same cherries are my absolute favorite fruit yeah really really love them and they're expensive so i don't want to go feeding them to the i dog. know exactly <laughs> you get like you pay like three quid and you get maybe like 15 it's mad <laughs> i always like have to really like um talk myself into or out of them so i'm at the shop and i see like a punnet of cherries and like four quid and like do yeah. i really want them now i'm like yeah i do really want them do, should i mm, probably not <laughs> i know <laughs> do i don't them. understand why they are so expensive we're on holiday we went to Lanzarote they had that massive bag of them and I was absolutely living in heaven oh wow that's amazing mm. I think maybe because they can't be can they be maybe they can be growing over here I'm not sure um it's funny because I really do love cherries but I don't I really hate cherry flavored things like they taste really like, yeah like cherry flavored things taste too much like marzipan to me and I hate marzipan yeah maybe is it like uh cherry bakewell that's marzipan yeah. isn't it Look, can't stand them now. <laughs> really? I love yeah. cherry baked bars, but I hate the cherry on the top because it's like oh, too sweet. Cherry. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's cherry top. <laughs> that's cherry hour done. But <laughs> this is kind of in the same vein, like apple seed, because Leah just mentioned about cyanide. Um, apple seeds um, also contain cyanide. So another fruit that's generally uh, safe for dogs are apples. Um, but they should be fed with care. Apple seeds contain cyanide and are very toxic to our dogs. Um, our dogs typically, typically um, have to eat quite a bit of apple seeds in order, in order to suffer the effect. It's not unheard of. Many dogs will eat just about anything, as we all know, very well know. So if you notice your dog um, has gotten into your produce basket or you have an uh, apple tree in your garden and they've, and they've dropped and you notice that your dog has decided to take a lunch, make sure they haven't consumed too many. If you feed them as a snack, better to be safe than sorry and avoid feeding the core. Because uh, apples can be actually quite beneficial to your dog. Um, they've got quite a lot of vitamins and nutrients in them. Um, but and it's, I think different from cherries, apples are a lot easier to sort of take out the bad bits. So you can just chop them up, can't you? So 
Um, yeah. yeah. So feel free to like give your dog apples, but just make sure they don't eat the core or the um or the seeds. I feel really bad because I know we first got Bess. I used to if I had eaten an apple, I'd always give her the core to eat. And before I knew that they couldn't have it, and she used to, I felt really bad about not being able to give them anymore when I found out that it wasn't good for her. <laughs> yeah. Oh bless. To be fair, I think Milo. We try and give Milo like pieces of apple, but I think. He doesn't really like cold things. I don't know if it's because of his teeth or whatever. But whenever we give him like a cold, he just spits out. It's very bizarre. Mm. So the next one I'm going to be talking about is currants. So while you might be familiar with grapes and raisins being dangerous and toxic to dogs, like Claire mentioned before, currants might also catch you by surprise. But currants may be at the same level of severe toxicity. Toxic- which is a very, very much a tongue twister, um, that grapes and raisins do. If you don't notice sudden vomiting or diarrhea after your dog consumes currants, you need to make sure you're taking your dog to the vet just to get them checked over. Uh, just like any other small fruit, currants can actually cause severe um, renal failure, which is something that you might not necessarily see straight away, uh, but mm-hmm. it's something that can happen like even hours later, which I think is crazy. Obviously, yeah. as it starts to pass through their sort of digestive system, that's when it can actually start to become toxic. So even if you don't notice signs straight after you notice they've had something like that mm. and you think, oh, they're absolutely fine, they're not reacting to it. It's something that you need to get them checked over ASAP because it could be something that the vet can help prevent happen yeah. almost rather than it might be too late if uh, they've had um, large amounts of it and you don't notice something immediate. Now, this is another one that if you have a garden with fruit and veg um, in it, if you've got these kind of plants, just to make sure that your dog can't really get to them or if, mm-hmm. or just, you know, make sure that you keep an eye on them while they're out. Um, I mean, I don't, dogs don't tend to stop going chewing on bushes, I guess. <laughs> just, you know, no. It's always better to be safe than sorry when it comes to stuff like this. Of course. Um, yeah. The next one are apricots, peaches and plums. Um, like cherries, the seeds, leaves and stems of apricot plants are toxic to dogs. Um, while they're able to consume the pulp of the fruit with no ill effects, caution should be taken if your dog has access to any other parts of the plant. Um, these plants also contain cyanide and can result in respiratory failure and death. Now, with these, the stones are bigger than with cherries, um, so it's um, a lot easier for them to grab it and run off with it and maybe eat it, so just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um, with them, it, it tends to be the stones and these kinds of fruits and vegetables. Um, so yeah, just and like Leah said about the cherries, like if you want to give your dog the pulp of these um, fruits, it might be better to just not bother <laughs> because they're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. and they're not the kind of thing that your dog is going to go crazy for anyway. Um, like you, I don't think dogs really crave plums, so <laughs> no, you know, or peaches or that kind of thing. Like, I, I quite like peaches, but um, you know, I don't think your dogs are that bothered actually. Yeah, not at all. So the next one is any sort of citrus fruits, which I don't think, again, dogs would be very, very happy to eat these anyway. Or if they are, they're very, very odd. Because I, I think rarely humans like to eat things like lemons and limes, mm-hmm. um, unless it's with like an alcoholic drink or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while oranges, lemons, limes and grapefruits are certainly not toxic to dogs, they are very acidic and can cause digestive upset if they are fed in large quantities. So orange are also high in sugar, while lemons and limes are so sour, most dogs wouldn't mm-hmm. um, eat them anyway. Um, I think as well, we, I think I've seen videos before on like TikTok of people trying to get their dog, you know how they do with babies, get the babies yeah. to taste the lemon and the lime to try and get the same with dogs. Mm-hmm. And I've tried it with Milo before and 
he just doesn't like it at all <laughs> like, I've done it before where I have to say we've got like a little bit of lemon left um of after we squeeze or whatever so it's not going to got much juice in it but you still be able to get the flavor I've tried yeah. to give it to him before and obviously he's turned away straight away but with Milo he's even though he's very very clever he can be very stupid sometimes so straight after that I throw it in the air because obviously oh. if something's going in the air he needs to catch it <laughs> so I threw it in the air and he went and dived and caught it and spat it out straight away oh <laughs> Oh, but yeah. at least I got to see his reaction to um to how it's something super sour. Oh my god, that's really funny. Yeah, see people, people doing it with babies and stuff, it's really funny. Can't really do yeah. like that. You won't eat it, but god, that's really funny. Bless him. Yeah. But yeah, stitches isn't really a kind of thing that you'd think about giving your dog anyway, because it's not really they wouldn't like it and there's not really much in it that they'd like they'd get much out of it. There's obviously vitamin C, but yeah, no, citrus is yeah. not good. The next yeah. one is dried fruits. Um, now, the process of drying fruits like dates, figs, and apricots concentrates on sugars, uh, making them much too sweet for dogs. Choose fresh blueberries or apple slices minus the seeds instead if you want to give your dog a sweet treat that isn't absolutely stuffed full of sugar. Because, well, no one should eat too much sugar, dogs included. Um, it's just not, not good for them, really. Plus, mm -hmm. I'm not really a big fan of dried fruit, I have to say. And I'm uh, much more of a fan of the uh, actual fruit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I think it's one of those things as well. I don't think dogs would be massively, like, I don't think they'd want to eat it either. Like, it's not really something that's particularly appetising for them at all, so. No, yeah. no, I can't see them sort of chowing down on a, a dried grape or something. <laughs> well, not really. No, not at all. To be fair, you, you will get dogs that will eat absolutely everything, so who knows, maybe. <laughs> yeah, to be careful. <laughs> I was saying, like, with um, uh, Christmas coming up, like, dried fruits, like, they're in, like, Christmas puddings and... Mm -hmm. just around there, you know with like nuts and dried fruit snack yeah yeah that is very true so the next one is wild berries so like we know most berries are packed with nutrients and disease fighting antioxidants and um, but if you are not 100% sure what they are it's best to just leave wild berries be um so ruin um holly juniper and elderberries all go wild in north america and are harmful or poisonous to dogs so mm. protecting them from snatching a wild snack is yet another great reason to keep your dog on a leash during walks and hikes again i think i don't know if it's just milo because what he's like but i don't think you'd ever go up to something and eat it mm. um, i think it's because when he was younger and even now we train him to only eat something when we tell him he can have it so I think when we're out on a walk, he would never immediately go up to something and start mm. eating like wild berries or whatever. And we do have a lot of those things around here, like people yeah. growing fruit and veg and stuff in, in the gardens or in allotments and stuff. So Milo has got access to them, but um, no, we're not in any way would he ever go up to it. So maybe that's, if you do live in places like that, maybe that's one of the mm. top training things. You should start training your dog just to sort of settle you a little bit to know that your dog won't ever eat anything. But yeah, I guess at the same time, we don't know whether if we weren't there whether Milo would so I guess that's yeah. another thing just to be just to be conscious of yeah no we, we we've got uh Rowan and we've got Holly uh berries in our garden but I don't have a dog so it's not not an issue but um <clears throat> yeah keeping a dog on a leash if you're especially if you're somewhere that you're quite not familiar with as well so you don't want to, so you don't know what's growing especially Rowan yeah. is quite popular here as well in, in Britain like growing trees and, and stuff so they're, they're those sort of bright red berries, aren't they? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, birds eat them, but they're not good for dogs. So. <laughs> you 
Um, so the next one is avocados. Like, <clears throat> so the next one is avocados. Now I am so basic. I just love avocados. <laughs> <laughs> I had avocado with my tea last night. Um, but the leaves, fruit, seeds, and bark of the avocado contain persin, a chemical that can cause vomiting and diarrhea in dogs. Uh, some pups are especially sensitive to persin, so it's better to keep the dog uh, guac-free, as it were. Additionally, the stone uh, at the centre of avocado can be experienced choking hazard too. Um, yeah, true. Which, if someone was to say, like, you know, about avocados, my first uh, my first thought would be, oh, the, the stone is the, the dangerous part, um, mm-hmm. because it's obviously quite big and it's a bit of a choking hazard. Um, yeah. But some experts disagree that avocados are harmful to dogs and instead feel they are a good source of healthy fats. Before making a decision to feed your dog avocado, I recommend um, doing a research or consulting your vet. So actually, yeah, I can actually think the flesh um, isn't that bad, isn't that bad. But at the same time, that like we've said a couple of times now, like, can you really be bothered, like, opening up and scooping out an avocado? Just, I know. Just to give it to your dog. There's so many other ways that you can, like, get them good source of healthy fats. Like, there's loads of things you can give them. And avocado, you know, they're not going to miss it. <laughs> no, I know. I don't know whether a dog would, I guess, I would say, would you say avocado's almost got a texture kind of like peanut butter? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Kind of, it's like mushed down. So maybe in that sense, but again, trying to get that to that level, it's it's a long process for you to be able to feed your dog that sort of nutrient. So yeah, yeah. Just, there's a lot, like you say, a lot of easier ways to go about that than making the effort to open up an avocado and get rid of everything that the dog's not actually allowed to eat to actually give them the bit that they are allowed to eat. Yeah, and it's and again, avocados are expensive. So, <laughs> not that exactly. It's not that I'm against like treating your dog as an expensive thing, obviously. But if you're if you're just buying an avocado just to give to your dog, and to be fair, they don't really have much of a flavour. Really, so I can't imagine your dog really enjoying it that much. To be fair, no, no, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't just eat an avocado; like I'd have it in something, you know, or just chow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, so the next one is tomato plants. So while the actual red tomato, like we've said, again, it's a lot of things that sort of like you said that the pulp of the the fruit mm-hmm. is actually okay for dogs. It's just um, certain aspects that aren't. So within tomatoes, it's the stems and the leaves of the tomato plant, um, as well as any unripe fruit as well, can actually cause um, gastrointestinal upset. So mm. while your pooch will need to consume quite a bit of the plant to be dangerously affected, it's best to make sure that your pup can't get into your garden and eat these plants. So again, a lot of people, I know we've actually got tomato plants, we actually grow them in part mm. of the conservatory um, and might either very, very much out of reach for Milo and Rio to prefer, they're sort of on, on the ledge that they can't either get to. But um, yeah, I don't think Milo isn't really the sort of dog that would eat a plant. I don't think I can't imagine walking and seeing him <laughs> eating the leaves or whatever. But if yeah. your dog is one of those that anything that they are able to get their hands on, they will eat. Yeah. Then maybe that's one of the things to just be aware of and keep away from your dogs, especially if you know someone that's got tomato plants in the garden or yeah. um, going to like allotments or things like that. Just be well aware of that. Yeah, cats tend to be more chewy of plants, don't they? So yeah, um, yeah. So if you've got a cat and, and you've got tomato plants, just be a bit more vigilant with them because cats do like to chew on plants. Like, like it's nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the next one: is raw and green potatoes. Um, this might seem surprising, considering potatoes are often found in quality dog food, but unripe green and raw potatoes are actually toxic to our dogs. In fact, consuming any of these varieties are toxic to human as well. Uh, symptoms of potato toxicity which isn't a 
couple of words I thought I'd ever say, think I'd ever say. <laughs> Potato toxicity in dogs includes nausea, vomiting, seizure, and heart irregularities. It's like my mum used to like make her make her own chips with a deep fat fryer when I was a kid, and I used to like well, to eat like the raw potatoes, and she always used to say no, even though they always really, really nice. <laughs> I can't can't think of anything worse. I even the thought of like the crunch or oh, <laughs> even if I don't put my jacket potato in for long enough and I end up eating a bit, I'm like, oh, this is so disgusting. <laughs> Oh, maybe I'm just a bit strange. <laughs> okay, so the next one is one that I would I've never really give my dog anyway because I feel like they just wouldn't enjoy it, and that is mushrooms. So while only a small number of mushrooms species are actually toxic to our dogs, it's important to make sure you aren't feeding the wrong ones if you ever share them with your dog. And again, I feel like mushrooms are so unless you know a lot about mushrooms, um, you wouldn't necessarily know which ones are the good and which ones are the bad unless obviously you buy them from. The supermarket but a lot of the time if you find like mushrooms in your garden and things like that we yeah. always try and like either get rid of them asap or just keep the dog out of that area because you never know what your dog's going to start eating so if you do notice any sort of mushrooms growing yeah. around you i'd always just get rid of them um because you don't want your dog to start eating them because you don't know whether they will be okay or not okay for your dog so if you're able to identify or un- unable to identify a mushroom species quickly um, it's really, really important that you take your dog to the vet immediately after consumption. Um, so mushroom toxicity is known to be fatal in dogs. So it can result in seizures, tremors and also organ failure as well. So mm-hmm. if you do notice that your dog starts to eat a mushroom, um, take them to the vets as soon as possible because you don't want them to obviously end up um, it being fatal. Yeah. So those are some fruits and vegetables that are toxic to your dog. Um, like I said, every week there is a blog that actually accompanies this this uh, podcast episode, so that'll be a bit more information, maybe a couple of other extras here, because if we talked about all of them, you would literally be here all day. Yes, but thank you for joining us um, this week, and Leah and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.